Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hi, I'm Dr. Kevin Trice. I'm here with Dr. Lee Serkin, an expert in narcolepsy and cardiovascular medicine. And we're here to talk about the effect of oxabates on cardiovascular risk in narcolepsy patients. Thanks, Dr. Serkin, for joining us. Thank you very much, Dr. Trice. Pleasure to be here. So, Lee, uh, great to have you. Tell me a little bit about oxabates and narcolepsy patients and the cardiovascular risk associated with them. What do you see? Yeah, so obviously oxabates are a great treatment for narcolepsy, and um, there's high sodium and low sodium availability, and uh, there's pretty convincing documentation of strong associations between high sodium intake in general from whatever source and risk of cardiovascular disorders, such as obviously the hallmark would be hypertension, uh, then you know heart failure, uh, heart attacks, stroke, that sort of thing. So any um, increased level of sodium from any source um, may very well increase the long-term cardiovascular risk. And so why do you think this uh, sodium load is so important? And then how do you kind of mitigate that? Do you think that's more important to manage that or maybe manage the sleep fragmentation in somebody who may not be on an oxidate? Yeah, so the uh, the increased sodium intake, which is it's worldwide. Uh, in, in the United States, the average daily intake is over three grams. The recommendation is uh, max at 2.3 or 2,300 milligrams. And, it, you know, what we're seeing with high levels of sodium intake from diet and, you know, potential medication uh, are the development over a long-term period of time of major comorbidities. You know, hypertension, as I said, heart disease, kidney disease, uh, there's even an increased risk of esophageal and gastric cancers associated with high sodium intake. And, and are you seeing these in patients with pre-existing cardiovascular disease, or is this patients who don't have any necessarily pre-existing disease that are developing it just because of the sodium load? Yeah, I mean, I would say it's dose-dependent, meaning that um, the longer you consume high amounts of sodium, the greater the long-term risk would be. Uh, and I am definitely seeing this in my patient population, um, and it's associated with uh, one of the variables that it's associated with is sodium intake, for sure. So how do you mitigate those risks in your patients? So do you put them on low-sodium diets? Do you not put them on certain medications? So what are some of the strategies that we might look at in terms of reducing that cardiovascular risk in patients on oxabates? Yeah, so I educate my patients, of course, on um, when I use oxabates that are high in sodium, uh, I, I very carefully lay out to them what the total sodium intake is going to be per dosing, per evening or nighttime dose, and then um, really strongly recommend that my patients pay very close attention to all the food that they consumed, read the labels, look at the sodium content, and do the best you can to try to reduce it. We know that that in in uh, adolescent studies, for every one thousand milligram reduction of sodium, that confers a reduce a reduction in blood pressure, uh, which over a long term basis is going to help reduce or mitigate cardiovascular risk. 
That's fantastic. Any other additional thoughts or kind of techniques you look at? You mentioned education, which of course is paramount for the patients as well as providers while we're here today. But any other things you can do other than just changing the diet, any other medications you add or lifestyle changes you may add or suggest to your patients? Yeah. So when dealing with the narcolepsy patient, there are many medications that one can choose from. Obviously, as a clinician, uh, you know as well as I that we are many times limited by the choice that we can make by the third party insurance provider uh, restrictions. Uh, I focus on the, the the really, really important part of this is lifestyle modification. Uh, that includes diet and exercise, following Life's Essential 8, the Heart Association. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, that can have a significantly beneficial effect on reducing long-term cardiovascular risk. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lee. I think you're getting some great ideas, some great advice on how to manage the patients and some initial approaches to help kind of reduce that cardiovascular risk in patients, particularly those on Oxivates. So thank you again for your time and information. That was fantastic. You're welcome. Thank you very much. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME LLC, and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com CME. Thank you for listening.